turning these mother effing places, giving me mother effing salad. <laughs> he broke down. He's like, I'm not a dangerous. <laughs> Please don't let me down, I've been gone for a while, you've been trippin' Late night on my phone, I've been sippin' Got me up too late, baby, I'm just tryna sleep I'm just tryna sleep Would you love me in my dreams? I'm just tryna see I'm just tryna I'm just tryna forget all my problems cause I'm done Everybody watching when they look at what might be I just wanna call my mama, tell her I'm the one Nothing she ain't know, got my angels right by me Yeah, got my guidance I'm just trying to sleep so I can fly in Baby, I'm so excited that you guys are here today I'm out here from Tulalip, Washington That's where I'm recording from um, Have you guys been out over towards Tulalip before? No, not yet, not yet You guys gotta make your way out here, man We'll, you know, welcome you with open arms, you know and um yeah, what's the farthest everybody to, to share the info to bring us out yeah for sure we got a lot of events out here you know a lot of events slowly opening up since covid especially you know amphitheaters and casinos and a lot of great places you know and moving into that i see you guys are on the road quite a bit you know i see you guys travel um you know and your hash what does it say um truck or traffic lights or traffic stop you know we you guys the store? yeah traffic jam, jam. I, I think that's a good, uh, I like that a lot on stories because it shows people where you are. It, you know, your guys' music goes with it or whoever's music you're jamming to. I think that plays a good part. So I had a couple of driving questions for you guys before we get into like the, you know, the story and stuff. Who drives the most out of you two? I'm the driver. Oh, you're the driver. The that's just driver. <laughs> you're just, the, yeah. you know, was that decided? Was there, is there a funny story behind why you drive or is it just your car and your name? <laughs> yeah, I drive more because I have the license. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, that, I, I freak out taking tests, so I've never gotten past the written part. Mm -hmm. I can drive. I just, he has this thing where he get distracted really mm -hmm. easily. So the light will change green and be like, ooh, that's a pretty light. <laughs> they just sit there. Tell the car honks at him. Oh, fool. Yeah, or I drive, uh, I like to drive slow. So just seeing on the, I was just over in, um, over, my girlfriend is from Tuscarora over on the East Coast, if you guys know where Six Nations is. And um, we were over just, yeah. we were driving over to Mohawk territory and we were stopping along the road, you know, a couple of times. And I was wondering as people who are always on the road, you know, what is your guys' go-to place to eat or snack? You know, like, I know there's people get, you know, waters every time, Cheez-Its. What's your go-to snack? Subway. Subway? What was you thinking? I like almonds. Almonds? Oh, you talking about actual snack. I'm talking about, like, a restaurant. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, is it, what would you ask? Like, an actual <laughs> snack or a restaurant? Um, let's do both. So restaurant first and then snack after and a drink too. Oh, well, it used to be, um, before COVID shut down our favorite drink, mm -hmm. uh, it was Sobe, which is basically a, a, a juice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's it was all natural like, juice, no artificial anything. It was, uh, it's cheaper making our own anyway. So yeah. it's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Um, and 
like I said, I, I like a big bag of almonds so that we don't have to stop. Like if we have like a two-hour drive or whatever, and we're like, yeah, I don't want to stop, snack on that until we get there. Or if we want to eat before we get there, we stop Subway, Chili's, or barbecue something. No mm -hmm. fast food. No, no fast, fast food. food. I saw that in an interview. is the fastest we go. Oh, okay, okay. I saw that in an interview. And I wanted to follow up with that. Um, I don't remember who did it, but I was, you know, researching before the, the pod. You guys are trying to switch to plant-based foods. How has that mm -hmm. been, especially being on the road? Because I know that's hard. Oh, very hard. Um, mm -hmm. Luckily, a lot of stores have uh, gained access to those types of foods. Yeah. It's more demanded now. So <laughs> a lot of places are having to put it added to their menu. Matter of fact, uh, we discovered that we could go plant-based for a long time while being on tour. Mm. Uh, we went on the extreme tour and there was a, basically, you know, they took turns like, let's eat this, let's eat that. And we, I mean, we were riding with them. So we were like, yeah, we'll try it. We'll try mm -hmm. it. See if it's good. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff they was making was good in it. It was funny because like we would do these events and people would host us and they uh, knew a, a vegan or a vegetarian was on, on tour so mm -hmm. they would always they would always get salad and the vegan and the well actually the the, the vegan was like i'm tired of these mother effing places giving me mother effing salad <laughs> <laughs> he broke down he's like i'm not a dang giraffe <laughs> that was he took the keys or something. What, what he, he, he said, "I'm go." He's like, "I'm going to Walmart. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna make everybody what I eat, and everybody has to eat it." He's like, <laughs> "I'm gonna show them what I eat." And so we went up there and got some vegan sausage. He made stir fry, and oh my god, it was the bomb. It was pretty Damn. Like, yeah, we buy that sausage to this day. It's better than it's better than actual meat sausage. It's pretty dope. So you could go get that. Just at your local Walmart, Safeway, you know. Just yeah, good, it's yeah. called um, Field Roast. It's called Field Roast Apple Sage Sausage. Apple Sage Sausage is dope. Damn. Oh, my God. Gotta try it. They even got some it once, and that was too, too much. They do that. Too much for me. <laughs> That, that's a good time, man. You know, the type of, types of food we eat on the road, you know, can definitely feel, because I'll eat the wrong thing on the road, and sometimes I'll be feeling it, you know? So I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so were you guys ever, like, before plant-based, was it fast food? Was fast food a big part of your guys' diet then? Some fast food. Like, we went to, like, Carl's Jr. or, like, um, what's that other one called? Mm. Uh, I can't think of the other one. Wendy's? No, nah, it wasn't King? Wendy's. Burger, Burger King. Burger King. No. Yeah. All right, guys. We were just saying we remember taking Subway into a McDonald's and oh, just post it up and, and, and using their Wi Fi. Oh, that's not a good there with a bag of Subway. <laughs> You guys are representing in the McDonald's. They have some good Wi-Fi. I actually upload some of the clips from the podcast at McDonald's Wi-Fi too. <laughs> it's um so you know you know about all the food and the traveling. You know you guys from what I've read and what I've studied, you guys have been you guys started you guys started with poetry and then you guys moved into rapping, and yeah. then and then came 
the acting. So I would like to go in that kind of order. When he first started, uh, I was doing poetry. I was dancing like Michael Jackson. He was mm-hmm. already on stage rocking it. So I was I was doing that. And then I started doing poetry um, to a beat. I don't know if you remember, like back in the day when um, BET and HBO used to have these little poetry things. Mm-hmm. And um, it'd be like some music and these dudes would be like, so I did it for and somebody came up and said, yo, I like to rap. And I was like, yo, hmm, rap. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wasn't really, you know, I was listening to like Michael Jackson, Metallica, MC Hammer, James Brown, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, I bet I could write similar to mm-hmm. what I'm listening to. So started writing and uh, put it on a, a, a radio show where they had this thing called Kiss or Diss. And everybody mm-hmm. kissed it. And I was like, maybe rapping is what I'm supposed to do. So then I started adding rap to my dance routines. And then once I started getting bigger and doing bigger shows, I had him come on and tell jokes. And then he was all like, I should make a funny album like with comedian stuff in the rap. I write with the jokes in them and say something funny in Sometimes 
rappers are, rappers will have a hook and then just put anything on the verse. Mm. And I feel like, you know, there needs to be a topic like in like in country music. They have a whole story going on. Yeah. And it matches mm -hmm. the hook. And so we, we kind of rock. Yeah, rock and roll do that too. They gotta stay on topic. So that's what we like to do is a lot differently than a lot of other rappers. So I see you guys listen to a lot of um a lot of variety of music and I see metal on your you know <laughs> on your traffic jams a lot too and you'll I see rock and that's yeah. it's cool to see that you guys are in a space that as musicians that are in you know the rap game you know you guys aren't just listening to rap you know and I I feel like sometimes rappers are just kind of jamming to rap sometimes and I feel like right. seeing you, yeah. you know, seeing to how you guys are comparing, like, oh, well, country has a whole song, you know, has a whole story, and I, I would say almost the blues is like that too. Um, oh yeah. You know, so it's cool to see that you guys are listening because I like to think I like to listen to a lot of stuff too, and in the traffic jams, sometimes you get sick of one genre and you move to other ones. So that's cool to see that you guys are doing that. Um, man, I could just keep talking and talking. We'd like to give uh, our followers a. Uh, a view of of what we listen to, the type of music that we listen to, because all the stuff that we jam to is is uh, kind of like what we do. It's clean, quality mm -hmm. content, no nonsense. Mm -hmm. So there's not a bunch of cussing every other line. It's not songs about doing drugs and getting drunk all the time. It's it's all clean, quality content, no nonsense. And yeah, before before I I was living a, a very messed up life full of stress and drama and anger, suicidal thoughts and stuff like that. It was the music that was egging me on and into doing certain things. And once my music changed, um, once my music changed the way I was writing, I had to also change the music I was listening to to help mm -hmm. me keep, to keep me motivated because certain music will draw you back. So like, um, it's like, it's like when you have an ex-girlfriend and y'all had a song together and every time that song come on and you're like, mm -hmm. I can't listen to that song because I keep thinking of her. It's mm -hmm. kind of like that. So you, so what I, I mean, what, what I've done is, you know, I've changed my whole playlist and it's helped keep me motivated to stay on the right path. I say, if you want out the dumps, stop going back for the trash. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a good point, you know, because that's, like you said, it's only going to draw you back you know and you know coming from that sense i'm personally a sober you know haven't done anything like that you know are you guys sober are you guys do you guys do any of that or because i you guys are clean quality content you know yeah, yeah so life. we rap about it and we live about it yeah so That's, it's just like no drink no smoke nothing mm -hmm. yep yeah i'm with you guys I mean, on that right there bro yeah man congratulations hey because yeah. there ain't no uh there ain't no pros to it don't do it mm -hmm. it's like those us uh, temporary satisfactions and uh we always when we do speaking events we tell people man them lies don't satisfy and they just leave you chasing that dragon mm -hmm. in a circle you gotta go back for it and don't leave you happy it don't bring you to nothing it's mm -hmm. just a waste of time and a waste of money it's it's a waste of life yeah it definitely yeah it, it plays a part in that never-ending cycle to i'm with you you know and you're always chasing it i want to say that we're not against medicinal use of like mm -hmm. marijuana because mm -hmm. i actually use cbd or making excuses to just get high all the time 
Is that cool? Mm -hmm. yeah, there's, oh, yeah. a, there's a thin line between using it for medical use and just using it for pleasure. And I don't, I feel like a lot of people will take something that was supposed to be sacred and unsacred that thing. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think ceremony. you're supposed to smoke any kind of medicine. Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's a good, I, I like how you said that. It's a thin, thin line, you know, it's, it can get crossed really, really easily. Um, well, moving into the next thing, like I was saying with the music. So would you guys say your guys' first big break was AGT? Was it America's Got Talent, would you say? Was that kind of your first big, or would you say, what was your first, like, we made it moment, you know? Um, I think AGT was the start of the international Mm -hmm. yeah um okay so like there so there's been like steps mm -hmm. so the first time we got played on a major radio station yeah here in the city that everybody listens to we were like oh we made it and then we made the newspaper we made the newspaper and then we were like oh no we really made it and then, and then we made we got put on like a really big award show concert where we were the performers and we were like oh now we made it and <laughs> we got into a the news station interview oh yeah the news station morning. interview in the morning show and then we were like okay we made it and then it just kept going up from there and we were like oh now we're on agt now we're on pbs now we're uh, <laughs> now we're opening up in canada for like billy ray cyrus it was crazy oh that's so so um who was your guys's biggest inspiration and you know seeing these steps you know it's got to be inspiring like oh my god you know who's your biggest inspiration would you say michael Ooh. yeah like uh, michael jackson's like whole like the way he man wanted to entertain people he wanted to keep people's eyes locked onto that stage and the and fact then, that his music was just like ours yes clean clean mm -hmm. and very very catchy catchy clean like we hit we, music we wanted that. We wanted our music to be as catchy as Michael Jackson's music. So a lot of people would be like, it's too... Uh... And when we do shows, we wanted our stage presence to be just like Michael's. Mm. Nobody forget coming to a Mike Vaughn concert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah our, our whole um, Mike Vaughn, I guess, band name was based off of rock stars. Um, how rock stars have, have a logo for the name, start had a march for their stuff. Yeah. How um, you know, basically how rock stars promoted. And we were just like, yo, we want whatever Kiss is doing, we gotta do it. If they got stickers, mm -hmm. if they got buttons, if they got t-shirts, they got a car, we wanted to do it. So we was like, yeah, learned in there. That's called marketability or whatever, marketing, something like that. So mm -hmm. we got into all that. <laughs> and I saw you guys, you guys quickly withdrew from having Mike Bone on your car because it eventually turned on you, right? Because people were following you, right? Is that what happened? Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> what happened after AGT, after the whole TV uh, exposure, people started, like, knowing who he was. And uh, it was just, like, driving around in a car with your name on it. People uh, running into the store that you parked at just to come say what's up. And then uh, people were trying to follow us home because 
Jeez. Yeah, we had our car broken into one time. Uh, yeah. What? And we, boy, I ran outside so quick. I was like, <laughs> I was like, did you break my window, homie? We ain't even got nothing. And he was like, who want to get shot? And I was like, oh, now you threatening me? I was looking for a rock. I was like, no, he threatening me. I was like, son, he about to catch this. So I don't know. I was, I was, I was heated. I was mad. Boy. I was like, yo. So I turned around, I calmed down, and I was like, all right, man, I'm, I'm, it's a small town. We're going to find you again. <laughs> so I started mm-hmm. taking mental pictures of his whole car, every dent, every spoke on his tire. I was like, yeah, all right. And we seen him again, and we we basically was going to tell him back to his house and break his windows out. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Bone, you don't mess with Mike Bone, bro. No, nah, man, we from the hood, man. <laughs> that that yep. hood reflex catch up on us sometimes. <laughs> It just comes out. It comes out, man. I like it. You know, that's it's who you are. You know, you're not you're not faking who you are. You know, and I I, I think that's a big thing. Why I wanted to reach out to you guys because I've I've seen across your guys this whole content. You guys are the same guy. You know, and then playing into the part of you know America's Got Talent and now you know Reservation Dogs. You guys don't aren't switching who you are, and I think that's why a lot of fans can gravitate towards you guys because I see that. And so in America's Got Talent, did you see that when you went into auditions, I know there's a process. And if you could explain the process, how it worked, how did it go? Did you just, they came to OKC, then you guys were like, let's go check it out. Is that how it kind of went? Um, so um, they, they were having auditions and well, our first time auditioning was in Dallas. Oh, that's right. And we actually drove there and waited in a, like the whole day. And then when we they seen us, they were like, yo, we ain't looking for rappers. We're not looking for rappers. Mm-hmm. And then the next time they saw one of our old TV specials of us rapping a song called Welcome to Oklahoma. Yeah. And it was a very slow song and it, it was very early in the morning. It's a hot song, but it's not a performance song. Yeah. So it, mm-hmm. it was just like, it was like, that's what y'all saw and y'all want us on the show. Yeah. So we basically told them, you know. But they told us, we're like, nah, y'all ain't looking for rappers. Mm-hmm. And then kind of clicked on them. And then they hit us up. No, we really want y'all for the show. And we're like, all right, all right. If y'all really want us for the show, you got to get us out there. So we made mm-hmm. them buy tickets. And we flew to San Antonio was the place they wanted us yeah. to do it. And then um, got on the 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 show. Hit them with their Hit them with that rain dance, and then they dropped the like an eighty page contract on us. It was like, uh, here's the stipulations: if y'all win the money, or if y'all blah blah blah, all of this stuff. And we were reading, we like, it, it shouldn't be this thick if they ain't trying to hide nothing. Yeah. So we had an entertainment lawyer look over. He was like, yo, this means this. This means this. Yeah. Here's the loophole. Get, <laughs> stay on and, and get off until uh, as long as you get off before the live rounds, you safe. You know, it was kind of like a shady contract or a shady record deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we would have stayed on, we would have been locked. Damn. So we had to get out after working for chump change. The only reason we did it was free promo, free promo. Hey, I mean, at that point it did. And then, so in that sense then, so like you guys said, the live, you guys made it in front of the live. Does everyone go there? Is there pre-auditions? before that one because i'm pretty sure there's probably like two pre-editions yep. until you guys get in front of like the main judges right yeah yeah so the first time we ever auditioned for america's got talent you send a video tape in 
no, no, no. But um, it was uh, it was uh, we, we we drove to Dallas and we waited with a whole bunch of other people. There were no cameras. It was just us and a whole bunch of other people waiting to to be seen by some. Not even the judges. It was like executive people who were like filming it in mm. their little thing, and they I guess that was their submission. And I remember the song we did too. It was called "Turn It Up" because they didn't have a. Um, we had a, a CD with us that we were gonna do our song off the wall, and um, they didn't have a CD player, so we ended up doing a song called "Turn It Up" because it was more uh, like we could do that performing without a a beat and it'll still look nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they they were just like, yeah, we're not looking for rappers. Right, cool. But yeah, like there's, there's, I want to say there's two auditions before you get on TV because mm-hmm. they, they want to see you, they want to see you straight off the bat and then they want to, then they want to know what you, you plan on doing for the show and then they record all that other stuff for the TV show and then you, you're in the show damn that's exciting just but to see that you know that was a big contract you guys got out of that you know you guys made that wise decision hey 70 pages is too long here man and um <laughs> <laughs> i mean if someone is being something more than 10 pages I'm, i kind of do that same look too i'm like all right what, what do we got here you know right you know um, yeah yeah really try, try to pull here <laughs> you guys pulled a smart uh smart getting an entertainment lawyer um so coming from HET, that promotion, and then, you know, now moving into something as big as Reservoir, you know, not Reservoir, Reservation Dogs. I always make them except um, <laughs> Reservation Dogs. You know, how was that whole thing? Did someone reach out? Did the directors reach out to you guys said, hey, you guys would play a part? Or is it true that this mid-casting thing I, I found on Instagram, you guys went through them? Yeah, we went through mid Um, uh, our manager, and then what COVID kind of shut down all the tour and that and coming in, stream coming in, so we had to pay the bills somehow. And so, yeah, we were like, it's a paying gig, we might as well try out for it. And then the the audition was pretty much filmed at home. Uh, we were reading the script pretty much off the TV, and um. The, the script they gave us had cuss words and semi-lame semi jokes in there. So we switched it up a little to make it a little bit more funnier. Yeah, did our own thing to it and they loved it. They said the part was pretty much just looked like it was made for us. So. Oh yeah, you guys play the part so well. And I think, you know, that again, going back to who you guys are, even in the show, you guys said, hey, this is who we are with the swearing, you know, we can make it funny without having to do that. And I think that's what makes right. it so great. I just watched uh, episode three. I'm one episode behind. I tried to catch up before the show, but um, it's so cool to see natives in media and see something as great as Reservation Dogs. What do you guys think, what makes you hopeful for something as big as Reservation Dogs for from here on out? Like, what's the next thing you think? I feel like, uh, a native pride in a bunch of city natives who normally wouldn't have thought about, you know, digging into their roots because mm-hmm. we were them. 
Like we didn't get into our native culture into our, into our late teens just because he had to write a song for high school. My senior year, they didn't have no talent show and I wanted to go out with a bang. So uh, there was a cultural day event and they said for me to get into that, I had to write a song that was ethnical and education. Mm. So we got into the books. Got online, started going to powwows, started getting into our culture, and Went we to fell it. in love. Yeah, we, we fell in love, and Rain Dance was born. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah, there. I mean, I feel like the same way that our Rain Dance sparked a, a, a pride in us uh, for our, our indigenous culture is, is going to happen with this show, because a lot of a, a lot of these urban raised natives are usually just hanging out with urban people. Right. They're not hanging out with, you know. Hence the hood accent. Yeah, yeah, hence mm. the hood accent. That's right. We get <laughs> a lot of heat from some of the natives on the res. It's like, why y'all trying to sound black? Dude? <laughs> this is us. This is who up around black folks. This is <laughs> how we was raised. My cousin is black. <laughs> that's that's who you yeah, are. It, it, it's going to have, I, I, I feel like it's going to, it's really going to, put a real big dent in that that separation hmm. yeah i think i think so too it's gonna draw yeah the draw that line and say hey this we're here you know we got stuff that we want to promote as native people you know a lot of other cultures have that space to have that part in, in the industry you know it's definitely awesome to finally be getting some recognition and representation in the media and even just recently, the news finally talking about all the missing and murdered women and then the children as well. So that's finally dope. I mean, it's a relief, a little bit of relief. Mm -hmm. So I, got, I have another couple questions about reservation dogs. In a sense, who is your favorite person to work with on set, would you say? Other than each other. You know, you guys could say each other and save, save yourself, but... Oh, oh, Bobby, mm. Bobby Lee or Zahn? What would you think? I would say Zahn, but Zahn was my first pick. But then I thought Bobby Lee was cool too. Mm -hmm. uh, well, we didn't get to do any scenes with him. But all the kids though, they was mm -hmm. they was dope. Yeah. Um, I was kind of fangirling over uh, Devery, but that's just because I like I watched her on the blood. Blood Quantum, and then I watched her on The Order, and because I, mm. I was watching, we were even auditioned for the show, and then when I found out she was on the show, I was like, no way, starstruck. Like, oh, oh. Starstruck and stuff. <laughs> That's so pretty cool. Like, hey. um, so Bobby Lee, I mean, I got some connections somewhat in LA with, you know, some comedians down there. And Bobby Lee was a guy who I reached out to when I first got into podcasting to try to work for Tiger Belly, actually, um, his podcast that he has. And I saw you guys took a picture with him on your Instagram on with Bobby Lee. And I was like, no way did Mike Bone get on Tiger Belly. Is that, or, <laughs> did you guys talk about that possibly? Was there like a possible? No, we didn't even talk about that. Oh, no, we, we never even talked about being on his show. Uh, it's just wrapped up in the moment. It was a resident. It was dog premiere. Yeah, so in LA. We had just got off stage and he came up and was like, Y'all was so good. And he was like, 
people are gonna people are really gonna love y'all when they see y'all. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So he, we. He had a really cool. I liked his scene a lot. It was really it was really funny. He's a funny guy, you know. He he has that kind of like that same thing. You guys have that ability to make people laugh without really trying like with the, you know in, a, in the nicest of ways like you know he doesn't really have to put on a whole big show to get one laugh you know he could say one thing like you guys can you know and i think that's a big it's a good ability to have especially in an industry that you're only on scene you know as guys who you know it's fo focused around those kids when you guys come in it's like that spotlight instantly goes to you guys in that sense that you can make someone laugh and that's really cool i think yeah um and i wanted to i have one more thing about the reservation dogs um what was the biggest hurdle you guys faced you know as like was it totally brand new like nervous were you guys nervous going into this audition i wouldn't say we was nervous uh it just kind of came natural uh and we had a lot of practice on camera with different interviews and uh different projects that we've been working on, shooting music videos even. Um, I think it, we slowly got comfortable behind the camera. Mm. Or not behind the camera, in front of the camera. <laughs> we slowly got comfortable in front of the camera. And so it was, it just kind of came natural and we just had to be us. Yeah, um, only time I got nervous is uh, on them bikes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Learn it. Have you guys uh, bike so, guys? No. I mean, so, I like riding the bike. When we, first, when we first read the script, it says we roll up. He said, I'm thinking, I think we riding. I'm thinking we riding. Like, we pull up and he says his line. Nah, we get, we there. get there and it's two bikes. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's been a while. <laughs> and these are old school Schwinn with no cushion on the, on the seat. So we got that in booty. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please tell me you guys got those at your. Are they on set or are you guys have them at your house? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I mean yo, I would have been practicing because <laughs> I mean, took them a couple tries to get used to them. It. Bikes work out a whole different muscle, and so like the next day off of that that first scene we shot. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did you guys use that bike that day? Were you guys on there all day, would you say? We was on there for a couple hours at least. Yeah, they had us, well, they had us, uh, the first time they had us just pull up and go buy some chips. Then the second time they had, or toward the end of the day, they had us uh, ride around the, in a circle in the block. Well, the people were saying stuff. Yeah, the, the cul-de-sac. And then they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to film y'all riding all the way down the street. <laughs> and so we did that about six times. They were like, go straight. Okay, now weave in and out of each other. Okay, now take up both sides of the road. And then they were like, okay, well, you know, don't go so fast. And then we were like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> But yeah, by the Feel, time feeling was pretty good. The next day was like, oh my legs. Just, what um, muscle is that? And that's after even like walking around on set, like going through the trailers, the makeup trailer, the hair trailer, and then back to our trailer to change clothes because we gotta get in the outfit, not the costume, whatever they call it, and go get mic'd up. 
So, I mean, there's a lot of movement involved, but it was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, was it was it kind of brand new to, for you guys to put uh, makeup on in the set room? Were, were they putting makeup on you guys? <laughs> um, we we kind of got used to that, like uh, in, in AGT and. Um, oh. Yeah. And then like uh, I, first time for the news thing. And then also we were actors at a haunted house. So we had we had to put um, makeup on as in a haunted house. I think the funny thing is that hair lady, she basically, oh. we walk in the hair and makeup trailer and we would just have to walk past the hair lady and she would just kind of look at us like, okay, <laughs> you good? Oh, <laughs> so yeah, she's little, like, yeah, we got yeah, that coconut grease. Well, that's good. So what, I mean, as a, as a Coast Salish native out here from Tulalip, you know, um i've never grown my hair out i'm actually in the process of growing it out right now hey. but what do you guys think about growing your hair out are you guys are you guys all for it I was about like, Mom, honey over here <laughs> um, like, hey. i feel i feel like it's it's whatever spirit tells you yeah mm -hmm. we ain't trying to push it on nobody if you're uncomfortable with it or you got issues of growing your hair out even combing yeah. it yes some I know, people I, have, you know. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. I was thinking I had the mullet going for a little bit. I, I'm just trying, trying them all out, you know. Young, got to try them out. Um, all right. So I got some fans submitted questions, and then I got a couple more myself before. I know you guys probably got some other stuff going, but um, I wanted to ask you guys about being. I'm from Seattle, and being from a place of where we had the Sonics, you guys eventually got the Sonics as the Thunder. So, you know, I'm still, you know, trying to get over the fact we don't got a team. What was Oklahoma like in this terms of sportswear before Oklahoma as guys who grew up there? Were you guys all Sooner fans or like how did the Thunder come in Oklahoma affect? Not really. I don't know. It's like it's dramatic to say effect. But what was it like before the Thunder in terms of um, apparel? I mean, even even like when we had the, the Hawks come, um, it was just like a lot. A lot of people graduate, gradually went towards the uh, baseball team, the Hawks, mm. and then it kind of died down. And then the the Sonics came over, and um, you know that was big for a minute, and then it it died down. So it with anything, people are gonna stick to what they usually like. So, like, we had a lot of people, you know, when the Thunders actually became a team, a whole lot of people were like, yeah, we're Thunder, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were still a lot of people were like, Lakers for life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, people are loyal. Are you guys sports guys? Uh, we like basketball, basketball but, but all the other sports, I can't, I can't get with it, really. Yeah, I'm not mm -hmm. really into the football or anything else. It's just, uh, MMA. Oh yeah. MMA. Who's your guys? Okay, so who's your favorite basketball team and your favorite MMA fighter or UFC fighter? Gosh, favorite basketball team. It was Thunder, but Westbrook bounced. So mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, he held up that team, man. He was one of my favorite players, but I don't think I have a favorite team no more. 
Uh, I'm gonna go with OSU girls basketball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to make that a clip right there. That was a good one. Um, <laughs> and then moving to UFC fighter. Who's your favorite UFC fighter? Oh. Okay. What's that dude that did the flying knee? Was that uh? McGregor did the fly knee to the no, it was it was a black dude. He flew okay. in with the knee to the head, like right off the bell. Are you talking about Bones Jones? Is it? I don't know. I think is I it was Oh, it might have been. Adesanya? Adesanya? It might have been. I don't know. Who's man? Yeah, that's what that's what it was. It was, it was, it was yeah, it was dope. It was dope. There's so many good fighters though. I just like the sport in general. I don't know. I don't know their names. I just, I just want to see people bleed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, all right. So my, my last question I got to go with is this was a fan submitted question and also something I was wondering, too. Um, as on set, you guys are eating chips. Are you guys allowed to say what chips you guys were actually eating in those chips? Like for like the, the truck that the kids stole at Reservation Dogs, what chips were you guys actually eating or was it just almonds or just, something in those bags we actually never personally we never ate them yeah we personally never ate the chips um but from what i heard it was pretty much like lays with cayenne pepper on it oh okay that's what it looked like to me they were just prop chips it wasn't a spe specific brand or nothing everybody keeps uh, asking what what were they <laughs> yeah, I, I think i think they should actually come up with them flaming flamers because it's a lot of, they're missing out on good merch. I think if they do oh. that, keep it natural. No, no artificial crap, like all these other chips. Oh, yeah, it's hard to, especially if it's like, like the flaming chips, they're red. And I know red dye is not really a big thing. You know, some people get affected by red dye, especially in flaming oh, hot yeah. Cheetos. Is um, dangerous. It is. So, oh, so this is like another question I just made up. If you so I see you guys are in the merch. You guys have a heavy merch line, and you guys push the merch really heavily, and that's awesome because I need to get some merch. But what is your guys' favorite merch? Is it the one you guys are wearing right now? Your newest one? Oh, favorite merch. Okay, our, our recently we have a design. Oh, grab that thing right there. We have yeah, a T-shirt, and we just got those T-shirts. It looks official on a T-shirt. Oh my god! Damn. And we have those leggings, uh, backpack. So Damn. Got face mask in that same design too. I might need to order that backpack. Is it on the site yet? Yes, sir. it is on the site. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, okay. Colors? I mean, if you message me, like if you don't want black and you want a different background color, just message me and I'll hook it up. Okay. Um, and even that for the t-shirts and the leggings, anyone who, who, who wants a specific color email besides black, yeah, just Message me and say, can I get that on a red or whatever? Okay. And I'll get it. I got, um, bef when, uh, before the show ends, I got to ask you guys your sizes because I actually just got some new merch coming. It's my first merch that I'm making. Um, so what I'm going to do is, um, but before I, before I end it, I just want to see if you guys have any tours that you guys have coming up you guys want to promote, social media, you know, plug away, whatever you guys want to plug. Let me get the uh, calendar out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check my time pilot. Yeah, we are actually booking right now since people are starting to wear their masks and get their vax and whatnot. Uh, events is opening up. So we are booking all kinds of stuff 
We have a, a nonprofit in Tulsa, September 16th, that we are doing. September 19th, we're doing the Fan Festival Museum in Oklahoma City on the Plaza stage. Um, see, oh, that's that. Cherokee Parade, the Cherokee Day holiday, whatever, in North Carolina. That's uh, October 6th, 5th to the 7th. We'll be there for the parade and everything. So, um, and we still set up different things and we're getting dates and details so we can put it on the website. MikeBoneMedia.com has all the details. Right now, some of those things are not on the website because we don't have all the details. Mm-hmm. Stay, stay tuned. So get us the details. You guys need to be out here because, you know, there's a lot of, I know even on my res, we got a lot of people out here who are fans. And I'm sure if, and just in my res, we got, if you guys, so you guys haven't been here. Please don't let me down. For a while, you've been trippin' Late night on my phone, I've been sippin' Got me up too late, baby, I'm just tryna sleep I'm just tryna sleep Would you love me in my dreams? I'm just tryna see I'm just tryna I'm just tryna forget all my problems cause I'm done Everybody watchin' when they look at what I might be I just wanna call my mama, tell her I'm no she know, got my angels right by me, yeah, got my guidance, I'm just trying to sleep so I can fly in, baby, take my hand, know that I'm the